hey, so this is the last podcast episode of the season of the year 2021. Wow, what an amazing time. What an amazing podcast journey that we've taken this year. Um, We've covered a lot of great topics. So if you have any questions or anything like that, like, oh, like, did y'all talk about this topic? You can always go to the search icon and search it. Um, and check out all the different topics that we talked about. We, we've loved this season. Um, it's been really a deep dive into some really highlight topics that we've talked about, probably the most listened to topics um, in our podcast, and we've really drilled down, and we're going to do more of that next season. Um, but this is the last episode, so we want to go all out with a bang, and we've loved talking to you guys, and we love sharing our hearts, and we love to share the message and just share all about the simple mission and how you can find your mission according to God's plan. So in this episode, we are going to talk all about a little bit about our life um, and a little update. We're going to talk about taking risk uh, one day at a time, uh, winning, pursuing God and his calling. And we're also going to give some tough love to you guys about, you know, why we tend to make excuses. Um, And so we're going to challenge you all And to be ready to listen, open up your ears and your hearts to this, and we hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. Figuring out your God-given mission does not have to be complicated. Rather, it is simple. Hosted by us, David and Leanna, we seek to equip others to know the Bible in order to grow closer to God, while we share about our life living for Christ. Ultimately, we filter complicated topics through the simple lens of the gospel. So, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Well, hello. Welcome back. Hi. <laughs> um, as you heard, this is our season finale for season four. And uh, as always, you know us. If you've been listening for a long time, we are ending it on a big note. And... Um, it's so funny because every time we conclude the segment of the podcast, you know, we really try harder to find a more interesting uh, way to end the podcast season so that you have a lot to digest before we come back, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. The, you have a lot to talk about. Yeah, we just have so much to talk about and then you can like just always kind of just go back and listen if you're missing the podcast a little bit. Like, this is a good, like, ending to, like, I guess, learn from and to grow from. But, you know, today we're going to talk about making excuses and, you know, the deeper reason why we do make excuses to not follow in, you know, what God has called us for us to do. But first, before we get into that, we want to share a little life update, which is always a little fun. Um, so, what's going on with us, honey? Well, before we get into the meat of the episode, um, we are officially moving. Yay! <laughs> Maybe this is the meat of the episode. I don't know. But yeah, so we're officially moving. I guess we've already moved by the time this By the time y'all listen to this, we episode, have already moved. We would have already moved. Um, and so let's kind of share the story on that. Yeah, so at the time of the recording right now, we are currently packing up and um, we're going to close on our house next week. But by the time that y'all listen to this, hopefully we'll have a lot of things already done in this in the house that we're moving to. There's a lot of um, updates like on the floors and, you know, painting and, you know, updating the kitchen and 
um, in the backyard needs a lot of work. Um, but we're really excited because we are moving about 30 minutes away from our current house. And um, it's actually around around the corner from my parents' house, which is kind of insane. <laughs> I'm actually really excited about that. But I, I don't know if a lot of people would like to live close by with their parents, but we're really close to my parents, so we're really excited about it. Um, but we weren't even looking for a house um, when we started looking. Um, it kind of just happened out of nowhere to where... We started looking and then we were like, well, you know, if God wants to open the door for us, then, you know, we'll just kind of just go forward. And then God just kept opening the doors. But David, do you want to tell them of like how we actually got the house? Yeah, that's a crazy story in itself. Yeah. Okay. So basically we had been saving for, I guess, six months or so prior to when we started looking. Um, you know, we had planned to do all this next year in 2022. However, things got fast forward because the market, some areas in the market were really hot, like the, uh, like the automobile industry and like the whole car sales. So, um, I had a, I had a truck, um, that was a little older and I kept, kept up very nice and, uh, ended up selling it for quite a lot of money. And we used, we're, we're using that money, um, as part of our down payment along with our savings. And so God really blessed us with that. And I was able to find uh, a 20 year old truck (laughs) with less miles than my what five year old truck was crazy, crazy story. Total God thing, right? For about, I don't know, like a 10th of the cost or something like that. Mm -hmm. Crazy. And so, but that's how it all happened. So, you know, during the housing market, things were crazy and, you know, we got told, oh, now's not a good time to look. But, you know. Because everything was, like, too high for us and out of our budget. Yeah, everything's inflated, right? So we are like, you know what? Like, let's just try. Let's just put God to the test. Let's just see. Let's just see what we can do, you know? And, of course, you know, um, after we got all the approvals and stuff, we found a really good realtor who were, who were willing to help us, you know? Um, yeah. And we started looking. And we looked at some houses that were under our budget and then we looked at some houses that were over, <laughs> over our budget, budget and we really liked those i mean you know i mean and we all put in an offer for that one over our budget which yeah. god made sure to not let it happen and i'm yeah. thankful for that <laughs> so you know like these houses are moving really quick i mean as you all are probably aware of so we had to be really aggressive and so this one house came on the market we got an email that hit the mls probably around eight o'clock or so and then we went ended up calling the realtor um and we went to go look at it that afternoon that afternoon and so y'all the lockbox was not even on the house whenever we showed up and we were the very first ones to go look at this house yeah and this house was being sold as is um you know the previous owner um, passed away and so they were selling the house as is and the house was built in 89 1989 and it stayed in 89 up until this point so yeah everything is outdated like they didn't touch anything like all the floors were original and all the walls like never been painted before it was just the original white color wall and um even though that even though if you were were to see the photos and to walk in you probably would be like okay i'm not dating this house but for us like we like to do projects and we can see the potential and you know 
fisting it up to how we want it. And also the price point was like perfect for us. It was under our budget. Yeah, it was under our budget. Um, but then something happened. Okay, so then we're after we had the walkthrough and stuff, um, they started getting cash offers on the spot. And so we ended up putting in an offer uh, later on that evening. And then a few days had passed. Um, you know, of course we're like, oh, like we're not going to get this house. Somebody's going to come in with cash and just buy straight up off, off of us. And so, um, we had three or four people actually tell us, um, something that they did or that they've heard that, that really works for them. Oh yeah. That part. And here's the key. If you want to buy a house, if you want to buy something substantial, somebody's property or something like that, and you're, you're up against bids. It's better off to sit down and write a letter, a handwritten letter or typed out about why you like whatever you're trying to buy. And that right there. And it makes it very personal. Very personal. And they don't tell you that in school. They don't tell you that in books. Nope. Uh, I've never read that before. However, I've been told that many times and that's the key, y'all. So right now, if you're house hunting and you're discouraged, you put in an offer, write a letter. And I know it sounds crazy, but we didn't believe it. I, I didn't even want to do this. I'm like, well, I didn't want me to be like rude, but I was like, this is stupid. Like, are they really going to read this and, you know, think that that we're being for real? Like, I thought that they would think that we're being fake about it. Like, oh, we can see us living here and stuff like that. I just thought it was so stupid. Like, I just didn't think that would work out. But we heard from um, David's sister that that had worked out for them because they wanted to get into this house and they died because they wrote a personal letter and that made them stand out against, like, I think 11 other applications or whatever. So we were like, okay, well, we'll just try. Let's just do it. And we wrote it out that night, sent it to the realtor that morning or that night, and she gave it to the listing agent or whatever. So Yeah. So about... You want to tell this part? What part? Just the where, or bad where part. we are with the story. Okay, so so we sent in the letter, and then I think a day or two later, we found out we got the house. And we were, of course, we were, you know, over the moon about it, and we were very excited, but we finally started, you know, the inspection, because if you're in the process of buying a house and you got the offer accepted, you have to go through the inspections of making sure the house is okay and and all that. And for us, because the house is, was being sold as is, that means anything that they found wouldn't have been paid for by the owner. It, it would have to be paid for by us. And so they found the foundation was, you know, wobbly and then, all the plumbing had to be redone, which is a lot of money. And then the termite needed to be, um, I guess, treated because there was a section in the house where there was active termite. So we, um, you know, we had to talk about it and they were, you know, they were being very insistent on, you know, we want it sold as is, we're not paying for any of this. And um, we just looked at each other. We were like, we, we can't, we can't go forward because, you know, that's a lot of money. That's like thousands and thousands of dollars. I think over $10,000 to fist up and repair before we can even move in. And of course the bank has done a pull out <laughs> if we don't get that fit, you know, and pay for it. So we decided to pull out and we didn't end up going with the house or so we thought. Um, so we were actually in the process to to go look at more homes. I think we were going to look at like three homes or something. And then the realtor called David and she said, you're not going to believe this. And she said, the owner said 
that if they pay for the repairs, do y'all still want the house? And we were like in shock. Like, yeah, is this we were really, in shock. Is this really happening? Like, we literally left. You know, we signed the documents. They were not going to stay with this house, um, you know, because of the repairs that has to be done. And we were already looking for a new home. We let it go. But God brought it back. Yes. In our path. Incredible. It was an incredible story. Um, and so because because all the repairs had to be done and thankfully the owner was willing to pay for it, even though the house was being sold as is kind of crazy that they changed their mind on that. Um, but, you know, because of all of that, it took a lot longer for the repairs to be done and then um, all, all of the inspection to be done. And then there were some weather delays of a lot of rain one week. And so it's just a lot longer for us to get here. But the end is almost here. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we're about to close and we're very excited and we just know that this was this had God's hand all over it. Like we had nothing to do with it. We let it go. And we were like, Okay, fine, you know, God closed the door. But he opened the door right back up. I know, he opened the door right back up. <laughs> so was, yeah. So, it was such a miracle. Yeah, it, it is. And we're really excited. And it's been really stressful. I mean, you know, those yes, of you of buying course. a house before, this is Leanna's first time buying a house, so she's a little, you know, your normal first time home buyer stresses. <laughs> oh Why my God, that can be so, so impatient. You know, nobody's answering our phone calls, all this other stuff. The, well, the but, worst, the worst part about all of this is because the owner decided, you know, we'll pay for the repairs and all of that. That is all under someone else's control, like the listing agent control. We have no control over that. We can't be the one calling people to set up appointments to fix the plumbing and all that. We had no say in it, nothing. And so that was the worst part for, I think, especially David. <laughs> because he's the do-debtor. And I am too, but he's way more of a do-debtor than I am. And so that really frustrated him. And it frustrated me because I was being very impatient, like... I thought, you know, buying a house, you get it done all within 20 days. And I was like, you know, they can do the repair right now. But, you know, they took a lot longer to set the appointment. And that was all out of our control. Like, that was, we had to trust God that it was all working out, that they were working on our house. And my parents would drive by <laughs> once in a while to let us know there's a car in the front or there's a truck there. And so they kept us updated. They live you know, close, you know, right down the street, and we live 30 minutes away, so we can't always drive past the house if we wanted to casually. Um, so it was just a crazy thing, and God has really, you know, taught us, you know, to be patient and to, you know, rely on Him and to trust Him through it all. But that's our story of how, you know, we weren't even looking to move, and then God brought it into our path, and God made it happen. Yeah, he did. And we we're taking a big risk too, you know. So that's what this kind of episode is all about, is taking risk and not making excuses and why are we making excuses, you know, and we could have easily made an excuse like, Oh, the market's too hot right now, we're not gonna find yep. a good deal in this market. No, you know what? We found the one good deal in that whole area and we you know, the Lord actually blessed us with it and so we're we're, you know, crazy but it can happen you know and instead of sitting back and sitting around thinking oh it's not the right time like today's the day you know start getting to work on what you want to do but we're going to talk about that a little bit more later yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so are there any more life updates you wanted to share a little bit oh yeah so um we're previously well in the previous episode 
before this one, we kind of talked a little bit uh, about community and building community. Um, but however, we are uh, first time leading a life group ever together as a married couple, and we're really excited about that. And uh, this life group is uh, all about uh, community cleanup outreach. So we're outreaching to the community there um, that that our church is in, and we're just going out and um, you know mowing lawns and raking leaves and you know trimming trees and removing trash and debris from individuals' homes, you know, and or um, the uh, city, you know, like. Uh, a public area as well too. So, but we really like hard work and we thought, you know, Hey, like it would be great to do a life group together and to give back to the community. Um, so that's kind of what we're doing. And that was David's idea, by the way, because he used to do this at his old church back where, um, he lived in his hometown and they used to do that to where they would all just meet up and they was just, you know, be a blessing to someone that was either disabled or just elderly that couldn't do something that, you know, it was hard for them to do. And they would bring all these, you know, young people and people that are able to work and like clean up and just be a blessing. Like you can be a blessing without asking for anything in return. You know, Jesus said that. And so that was all David's idea. And, you know, we both made it happen and worked with the church to figure out, you know, who needed the um, extra help, extra love, and they had the, you know, what do you call it, the contact and the connection, and we just went in and just did it, you know? Yep. So that's like another update that we did. But Yeah. You know? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. Um. So with the whole working world, do you want to share about that or no? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, f- I completely forgot about that. Um, I'm like, what are you hinting at, Leanna? <laughs> well, it's kind of like your story. I don't want to, like, share it for you, you know? Yeah. So, um, based on what, so based on what's been going on, we're, we're probably going to do maybe a whole, maybe a whole episode about yeah, this yeah, yeah. later. You don't have to share too much detail. You can just kind of... You know, be like excited for it. But I am really excited about this new shift. All this stuff's going down, y'all, in the same month, basically. (laughs) We're moving. We started a life group. And I'm probably going to be potentially leaving my uh, corporate sales job um, to do full-time landscaping and full-time podcasting and uh, full-time real estate, all that stuff. So... You know, entrepreneurs. So that's what we're <laughs> that's what we're trying to do. Um, you know, but um, I think it might happen, and so. No, we're just trusting the Lord's just, timing and seeing what's gonna happen with his job, and you know, the craziness in the country and uh, people's freedom is taken away and the right to do what they want. And but we'll see what happens with that, and then you know, we'll go forward in whatever path that God wants us to follow, you know, so it's okay to not know what to do in this moment, but to trust God through it all and just go forward in what path that he, I just opened the door to, I guess. Yeah. That's just, that's all we're going to share for that. We'll probably do another episode or a blog post on this. Yeah. Um, But you know, that's, that's a big, you know, life update and taking another risk. So we're, we've taken three risks this month. We're (laughs) Buying a house in and what 20... time is it? It's like not even six o'clock. I know <laughs> we're buying a house in 2021, which is crazy as it is. You know, uh, we started our first life group together, which is pretty crazy. And then I might be potentially leaving my full time 
corporate sales job uh, to be a full-time entrepreneur. Yeah, but what's I'll, up? Yeah, but and the other thing is, you know, <laughs> it's crazy. I just wanted to bring up, and you know, you know, in us sharing all these fun life updates, you know, it doesn't mean that we don't go through trials or we don't go through any, you know, um, just some hard times in our lives, and we just know that there are certain things that we do want that God hasn't brought in yet, but we know that one day it will happen, but we have to trust him in this moment, in this season of life, of this yeah. craziness right here. So just, you know, if you're listening, you know, if you can, just give us a little prayer or just pray for us as we um, transition into this, you know, new season of life. And, um, you know, we're always thinking of y'all and praying for y'all that are listening and um, you know, just pray for us too, you know. Yeah. That's good. All right. So now for the tough love. Oh, <laughs> making excuses. Don't make excuses. I just said, oh, just pray for us. And then now David's like, tough love. Y'all need to listen to this. I know. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, let's get into this. So this is going to be part two of this uh, podcast episode. And okay. So we recently, I guess kind of recently, not really, but we came up with a blog post a while back um, called Taking Risk and Trusting God. Four guidelines to follow. Yep. And so this next segment of the podcast is going to be kind of wrapped a little bit around that blog post, um, but we're going to have our own little twist um, to yeah, it. Yeah, it's like an extension of that. Like almost like a continue part of it. Yeah. So, okay, here's a fun list that we thought of, but I'm going to ask you guys first to answer this. What are some phrases or words that you can think of whenever you think about making excuses? Okay, good. <laughs> so here are some fun ones. Like, I'm tired. I can't do it. I don't feel like it. Maybe another time. Maybe another day. Maybe later. I'll do this instead. Someone else can do it. Someone else is already doing it better. What do I have that's special? I don't have time. I do not know where to begin is it's too much or too overwhelming. I don't know how to do it or I don't have the skills to do so. And I'm pretty sure there's more that you can think of that we didn't even think of, but there's a lot of excuses out there that we can say or think um, that we all have said at some point or another. Um, but if you think about it, making excuses can be very easy to do. It's almost like the easy way out of something. But why do we really do it? Let's really talk about it. Maybe we're just really like fearful or we're afraid and or anxious. Oh yeah. If we're really anxious too. And then yeah. you know, that can lead to getting out of difficult situations and you know, things that are unpleasant or things difficult, we can make an excuse to get out of it. Yeah. And so it's almost like our excuses can cover up our deepest fears, you know, but the difference is, is that the excuses allow for a way out of revealing what our fears, almost like a loophole are, you know what I mean? So in other words, like if you're making excuses for something X, Y, and Z, you're probably afraid of that X, Y, and Z, that thing or that, that responsibility or that person, you know what I mean? So fear and excuses really correlate hand in hand 
you know, and also uh, another another thing too is lack of motivation. So a lot of people aren't motivated, and so they tend to make excuses because they're not motivated. And yeah. They don't have goals set, or they don't have they don't have priorities set, so they just make an excuse of why they can't do it. You know, and you know, goals and motivation and all this other stuff can shape and change someone's mindset. You know, to run with excuses instead of uh, taking control of their life and letting life you know, take a hold of them basically instead of, you know, um, the flip. And so when someone's making excuses, when someone's afraid and when some of someone's anxious, like we all are here, we all, we all do it. We're not perfect, but a lot of times, you know, they're letting life take a hold of them and they don't have control over their own life. And so the only way to back out, the only way to feel good about themselves or the only way to, you know, to make it go away is to make an excuse. Yeah to get out you know and so what are some other reasons why we make up excuses well some other reason um i can think of is you know i feel like one way that we can make excuses is to procrastinate so if you're in college (laughs) i used to do this um we sometimes him procrastinate you know you know how at the beginning of the year the whole school year or the classes that you're starting, they usually give you, like, a syllabus, and that syllabus has all of the major dates of, like, um, some some of your major projects or presentations to start or getting tests. ready for, or tests, yeah, exams. like, midterms and stuff like that, and it's yeah. already on the calendar, and so it's almost like, okay, you have all this time to realize you have this exam coming up in two and a half months that you can start preparing for today. But our excuses is, oh, I didn't have time. Well, you saw it, and you didn't make the time for it. You procrastinated. And so, I'm not trying to, like, be rude, but I'm trying to think of an example that's, like, super easy to understand. Um, But I feel like procrastination is is a form of excuse that can really take over someone's life if they do not get a handle on it. Yeah. And there's a quote that I've seen, I think, for years. And I think I had it saved on my Pinterest board before I deleted my Pinterest account years ago. But it's this quote. If you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Let me say that one more time. One more time. One more time. If you fail to plan. So if you fail to plan at all, then you're already planning to fail. Dang, that's good. That's good. So I feel like excuses can also be a way for someone to not plan things in their life. So like like I said, you did a syllabus or like the whole like deadline for the whole semester for that one class. Like you already have it. It's right in front of you. You can go home and get your calendar, paper calendar or, you know, online calendar, wherever you do it. And you type out all your dates and you come up with a plan of, okay, when do I have to start studying? When do I have to start researching this project and stuff like that? Um, but that's just an example of like, you know, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Yeah. Of making excuses, you know. So I guess another reason of why I guess people make excuses is like they can't do it, you know, and like... um Probably the most common one, too. Yeah, like, the like, oh, I can't do it. And then, you know, the question we want to respond to you is, like, why? Why can't you do it? You know, like, why can't you do it? Is it is it a true I, I can't do it? Or is it like, oh, I can't do that? You know what I mean? So 
I think it depends on your where you are with like your learning. Like, are you willing to learn new things? Are you willing to try new things? Or do you not want to do that? Do new things, try new things. You just want to stick to what you've got going on. You're not flexible. You know what I mean? So all those things can add on to the why I can't do it. You know, maybe you don't have time in your calendar, but maybe you need to take something else out of your calendar to add that into it. Yeah. You know, so. The other thing that uh, I want to bring up, you know, as you said that, like, why? Why do you feel like you can't do it? Is it because you're afraid to start something new or to start over or to you look at the end point or the light at the end of the tunnel and you think, oh, that's too far or that's going to take me forever to get there. Like, say, like, for instance, that's the only thing I can think of, and I'm sorry if I offend you, but losing weight. So if you're wanting to lose about 15 to 20 pounds and you look at the end and you're like, that's too far, I'm not going to get there. You know, like, why can't you do it? You can do it. You have to take it one day at a time. Um, I want to share one Bible verse. So, Zechariah chapter 4, verse 10 says this, Do not despise the small beginning, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Ooh. And I hope that encourages you right now. Don't despise the small beginning in your life. If you're wanting to start something, you're wanting to change something in your life, you're wanting to break that bad habit or to pursue the calling that God has placed on your heart for years or for months, just pursue it and don't despise the small beginning the small beginning is where you start and it has to start there before you move forward into something big you know um so i wanted to share that um and the reason why i brought that up is uh i was reading this book and i finished this book and and i think i brought this up on the blog post too so real quick on your books so Leanne has been doing something really good this year oh and my goodness i think she used to try to read a book a month right yeah Last year. Last year. Last year. This year, she's read, what, three to four books a month now? Yeah. Right now, as of this recording, I've read 21 books, and I'm on my 22nd book. 22nd book in 2021. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Oh, that's crazy. 21 in 2021. You don't make excuses, Leanna. You're my hero. Oh, whatever. I don't even know how many books you've read. I feel like you're almost there with me. The reason why I know it is because I've been keeping track of it on a notebook. And I made a goal of this year, or like, you know, wait, what's it called? New Year resolution. New Year's resolution, and, yeah. But I made sure to stick to it. So one of my resolutions was to start reading more books. But I don't want to just say, oh, I'm not, I just want to read more. But I had to put an action plan. I had to get a notebook to write down, okay, this is a book I read in January, book number one. And then I just kept going and going and going. And so there are some months, I think the month of March, only read one. And then the month of, I think June, when we went on our vacation, it was our anniversary. I think I only went, I only read one. So there's some, you know, times that life gets in the way and it's fine. But I kept going. And um, anyway, you got me off track. Anyways. <laughs> so she has this one book she read out of the 22. <laughs> yes. So the book is called Win the Day by Mark Batterson. And it's also in the blog post, so you can always uh, go to the blog post and if you want to buy the book yourself, it's on there. Um, and so I was so impacted by what he said in the book. I was so convicted and challenged at the same time. You know, he said, how you start and end your day is what will end up being your life. 
Wow. In your future, literally. And he, he always said, you know, he always asked a question in a few of the chapters is, the, the one thing that you want to do, can you do it for one day? Can you do it for one day? So if you want to start eating better, can you do it for one day? Okay, do it the next day. Do it the next day. And you keep going. And I was like, wow, that's wow, good. the concept is so simple, but it really kind of just like changed my mindset on life, like how we spend our day, 24 hours, I don't know how many minutes <laughs> in a day, but 24 hours in one day is all that everyone gets that. So it's like, it's almost like, how do we have, how do I have an excuse for something that someone else can do? You know, like, how can I make up an excuse for something that we all had the same amount of time for? And so, anyway, it kind of blew my mind, and I've been trying to do better, but I haven't, this week alone, it's been a little bit of a tiring week, but I've been trying to get up a little earlier so that I can get my day started earlier. And so, instead of starting my computer work around 10, 10 I've been trying to start around 9, 9.30, and that extra hour has made a difference. And, um, anyway, I am rambling really bad. So he said, can you do it for, for a day? And if you can, then you have no excuses. And David needs to read the book. I told him, he, I, I want him to read it. I need to read it. I haven't read it yet, but He's I need to read it. He's been reading all these financial and yeah. you know, real estate books right now. So he <laughs> need to take a yeah. break. <laughs> I need to take a break from those. I kind of, I'm going to turn into a financial statement. I know. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Do you okay. have anything else to add to that before we move on? No, I, th- I think that's good, Leanna. I think, um, you know, h- here's some really good Bible verses that like, we looked up for you guys that'll kind of help steer us in the right direction. So in Proverbs 3, um, chapter 5, verse 7, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Love that verse. Ecclesiastes 11.4 says, Whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. Yeah, that Bible verse really hit me hard because I think he, um, I think Batterson uh, in the book mentioned that. He's also a pastor in Washington, D.C. as well. Um, he brought that verse up and he was saying, if you're waiting for that perfect condition, that perfect time for, oh, like, I'll get to it later, then you're never going to do it. You're never going to plant. You're never going to reap what you sowed. Um, so that's something that really encouraged me on, on that as well. Yeah. So you were reading this book while we were doing the whole house hunting thing, right? Uh, yeah. It took, wow. me, it took me a long time to finish the book. Not because, sorry, I dropped my phone. It took me a while to finish the book, not because I didn't like the book. It was boring. I loved the book, but I just wanted to almost, I didn't want embrace to embrace it. You wanted yeah, to I embrace didn't wanna, it. I didn't want to finish the book. It was that good. I was like telling David, I don't want to finish the book. I don't want to reach the end. It's just so good. I just want to keep reading, reading, reading it. And eventually I reached the end, which is fine. <laughs> But I don't think I've ever heard someone say that about a book that they love to read or they love reading it so far that they don't want to finish it. <laughs> yeah. that was me. I just kept, not procrastinating, but I kept like pushing it off to finish it because I just love everything that he wrote that it inspired me. I just wanted to keep reading it. I didn't want it to end. 
Yeah, but that's awesome. Yeah, I was reading it during the health hunting as well. Well, that's good. Yeah, so basically, Leanna was on fire from this book, and then I was on fire, and we were like, "Why are we? Why? Are, why are we waiting around to do this till next year? You know, if we wait till next year, it could be, oh, we'll do it next year, and then oh, we'll do it next year. So this book had a big impact, whether whether we really thought about it or not, yeah. on our decision to go for it, to win the day. Like, hey, we decided that day we're gonna look at look at houses, even though opposition the internet the the news media was telling us not to we decided to do it and that's what we did well i, I just now thought of this you were super inspired too but you read a book and that was called rich dad poor dad yes and that was why he decided to sell his truck yeah yeah because yeah. that book impacted him and that. then because he read that book and obviously you know we're christian we read the bible we're inspired by the bible too don't worry about that but sometimes we can be inspired by people's experiences too, and that's not a problem. But he read that book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and that inspired him. And then I bought the book, When the Day, by Mark Batterson, and then I was inspired. So, so we were both fired up. <laughs> Real fired up. I just up. now remember that anyway. And that's how it happened. You know, I was reading this I was reading this book, and I was like, man, like this is crazy. Like, Why are we waiting right now? Why are we waiting right now? You know, let's just go for it. So we went and drove drove my truck down to the dealership, and that's where it all started. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it's it crazy all, as it all is. Um, um, but, but you know, we at the end of the day, you know, we turned a liability into an asset, and um, that's something that it's not taught in schools. It's not taught, you know, in the educational system. But you have to learn it. You have to, unfortunately go out and learn it yourself, you know, and, and talk to people and open books and learn, you know, cause the, the, you know, everybody wants to drive this cool looking car. Everybody wants to try have this nice iPhone or everybody wants this best technology, but all of that stuff is going to depreciate in the end, you know? And so what, what we need to be looking for is for things that appreciate in value, you know, yeah. not things that we're going to pay. And then, at the end of the day, we're not going to get our money's worth out of it. And so, yeah. you know, one of the things that, that there's several things that, that do appreciate in volume. One of them is real estate, you know? And so I wish I would have learned that in college, but they didn't teach that. Yeah. But you were very young. You're still very young. So yeah. it's so not if, too late. It's young, not too late for you. Even if you're a little bit older, it's not too late for you yeah. too as well. But, um, one thing I wanted to share one of the Bible verses well, it's probably two more or three more. Um, is if you're making excuses because you're fearful or you're scared, and I feel like, I feel like, you know, relating back to the last episode of, you know, making friends and building community. I feel like a lot of people can make make an excuse to not show up or to not join a group because they're actually really scared and they don't want to get vulnerable or. They're used to being alone and they don't want to change their routine and stuff like that. So I just want to share Second Timothy 1.7. It says that God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And then Lamentation chapter 3, 22 through 23, it says, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassion never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And then, of course, you know, if you're fearful because you have a lot of shame or pain from your past or of, of right now, I just want you to hear this. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says this. 
Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So if you are already in Christ, there's nothing that can hold you back. Um, you're already a new creation in him. And uh, that's the best news that we can hear. And that's the best way of knowing, okay, I don't have to make excuses about this anymore. I don't have to let the enemy hold me back um, from holding on to my shame and my pain and rather just go forward into what God has told me to do. Um, so I wanted to encourage you in that if you're making excuses because you're fearful or you have a lot of shame or pain or you just feel scared because of what people think, you know, all of those Bible verses, we're going to list them in the, at the bottom of the show notes and um, you can reference them later. So how can we stop making excuses and take back control of our life? That was a good segue into this next part, Leanna. Mm -hmm. I like that. That was a good transition. (laughs) You went boom. I know, right? So I guess the first thing you can do really is pray to the Lord um, to help you with your fears and anxieties. Um, You know, praying really makes a difference. Praying is very powerful and especially when more people pray. So ask your friends and your family to help you pray with whatever you're going through, you know, whether it's a fear of this and, or you're anxious about that, you know, have, have people pray for you. It, it, it really goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and so here are some different resources that we have, um, that we've come out with in the past that kind of talks about this topic specifically. For fears and anxieties. For fears and anxieties. Yeah, because that is the really the root of excuses. And there's other roots too, but that's the biggest root of uh, of an excuse is being fearful and, and being anxious. Yeah. So here's some. We have a blog, blog post and it's called, It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Tips to Get Unstuck. I think we have one more on that one. And we have a podcast episode. That's episode 34. Dealing with anxiety as a Christian, symptoms, our experiences, and how to move forward. Yep. Um, and the other thing is, another tip is try not to overthink about situation and life event. You know, listen to your heart, listen to your conscience and your conviction and do the right thing all according to God's plan and, you know, listen to the Holy Spirit as well. Um, so that's another tip on if you're making excuses because you're fearful, you're anxious, and you just don't know what would happen if you decided to do this. Like, you know, say look for how, um, like for our example. Um, but this also ties back to making sure that your plans do align with God and what he wants, not what you you want. So you, we can make excuses to God sometimes Yeah. because it's not what we want. Yeah. Um, That's good. And this also, you know, ties back to making sure that your plans are aligned with God, you know, and what he wants, you know. And so kind of like how Leanna just said, you know, uh, a lot of times we have plans, we have big plans. And so sometimes those plans, like our plan was to move next year. (laughs) And that didn't happen. So God was like, nope, you're going to move like this, you know, this year. And so that was a really good example of how we, you know, made sure that God's plan was aligned to ours. But it took some time to get there, you know, uh, we'll say. And we have a really awesome blog post on that as well. And it's called How to Tackle Your Fears and Follow Your Mission. And so um, all these resources can be found at thesimplemission.com. 
Um, you guys probably know that, but already, and I'll probably but, try to link them in the show notes too. Yeah, just so you're like, oh, like where is that? You know, I don't know where to find that. Just go to thesimplemission.com and you'll find there all the blog posts and all the podcast episodes on mm-hmm. our website as well too. Um, so what's what's one more tip? One more tip on trying not to make excuses is to make a plan, get organized, set goals so so that you can't make an excuse. Oh, well, I don't know what to do yet. Well, research on what you want to do so that you already have all of the plan and the list of like, oh, the step and the step by step of what to do and whatever you want to do. Or you have to hire someone, so like a trainer or someone if you're trying to lose weight. And you have them helping you to get organized and get better about eating and uh, working out and exercising and feel better. Um, so just getting organized, that goal, because if you're, mo- you're, if you're not motivated, if you're not, you know, planning anything, you're planning to fa- fail, like we said earlier. Um, so we have two resources on that one. It's actually kind of the same thing, but it's in different idea forms. So we have a blog post called Establish and Set Up Your Intentional Morning Routine. So the reason why we bring this up in the morning, I'm sure you're like, why morning routine? How you start your day, like from the when the day, but is how you will live the rest of your life. Wow. Um, so it's really important to set up some type of morning routine or some type of routine in general so that you can start you know, pursuing what God wants for you to do so that you don't make excuses anymore. And then we have a podcast episode. Um, I think it's episode number two. I think so. Yeah, it's like one of the first episodes. So excuses <laughs> for um, our, you know, we were just so nervous, you know, recording the first few episodes. So if we're sounding kind of weird, you know, just, you know, be gentle with us. Yeah, be gentle on our first couple episodes. But yeah, so, we we had fun, but it's kind of cringy. Yeah, to it's, us it's cringy. To me, yeah, to me it's just cringy, like listening back. And sometimes I can still get you know cringy about listening right now. Um, but you know, we have to grow. We all have to start somewhere. Yeah, no small excuses. Beginning, no, no excuses. Liana, no excuses. And so the podcast episode is uh, episode number two: start a morning routine and tip to get started. So it's kind of almost the same thing, but I think we talked a lot more on that one. Um, but yeah. So in this season, in this crazy season in our lives, I'm pretty sure you all have crazy season in your lives. You know, whether you're in one right now in the midst of it or whether you're kind of in a lull moment right now, you know, um, we can all choose to make fewer excuses in the day in our lives than, than we have been. And that's something that, that, that we're going to challenge you all with is, you know, try to, you know, not make as many excuses as you used to. You know, if you can make zero excuses in a whole day, you're doing great. Or if you make, you know, an average of like 10 excuses a day, try to cut that down to five. So, you know, we're going to challenge ourselves to not make as many excuses throughout the day, throughout the week, so that we can be better, so that we can grow, and so that we can not only um, open up our mind and our heart to what God is wanting us to do, but also, um, you know, what... God wants us to move forward with with our mission, you know, because a lot of times we can make excuses for our mission. You know, there's big things out there. There's there's things that scare us, maybe that we're afraid of and stuff. And we and we'll quickly make an excuse on why we can't do it. But no, this is all about us trying to help you all find your mission according to God's plan. And hey, we're finding ours along with you, too. 
Yeah, like it's not th- just not just y'all that we're talking to. We're talking to ourselves too. Yeah, <laughs> the the thing is about us, you know, we're all living life just like you, and when we have never just made it, we we don't ever just oh we're here. We're gonna tell you how you can get here. No, like we're on the same boat of life like you are. Um, so I hope that you realize that. Yeah, I'm glad that you said that, honey, on that because you know it's it's true that sometimes we can look to others. And um, we think that they have it all together, but trust us, we do not have it all together sometimes. Um, like, there's some morning I just want to sleep in, and I don't want to work out. So, I'm just being real. Yeah. Uh, the other morning, I think this week, we, like, slept in till like, 8 o'clock. And Ooh, yeah. I, that might be super early for you. I mean, yeah, but for us, that's super late. And, um, you know, that just happened. Life happened, and, but you got to get right back to it. You don't have to let that start of your day to end your day like that as well yeah that's good that's good liana but i hope that y'all all love this episode yeah we've had fun we've had real fun with this and you know um now is the time to do it and i'll i i generally talk about this with my morning my monday morning statement on instagram but you know this week is a week full of opportunities and for you to go for it yeah so, you know, this is a new week, brand new week um, with new opportunities that are waiting, waiting for, for you. you. <laughs> he says it almost every Monday. There are some Mondays he forgot to post it. And he's like, Leanna, I didn't post it. I'm like, well, you can still post it. <laughs> so no excuses. Yeah. So no excuses. <laughs> so um, follow him if you want that reminder every week to remind yourself not to give any excuses. Yeah. So we've loved talking to you guys today. You know, um, we, we really hope that you've all learned something um, for this past 50, an hour or so. And um, <laughs> we've loved talking to you guys. And, uh, you know, we just wanted to keep you updated with what's going on. Yep. And um, so, yeah, we'll see y'all later. We'll see y'all next year. Bye. Bye. Bye.